Welcome back, everybody, to episode four of Sunday Nights. Wow, we a month in. Who would have thought? Uh, welcome, guys. Sunday Nights, the only Newcastle Night show that is completely live, raw, unedited, uncut. A show where you, the Knights faithful, join us in giving us your opinions, rants, questions, thoughts, whatever it may be. Thank you again for joining us. Now, look, what an afternoon of football we were treated to. Let's paint a picture, shall we? So the Knights return back to McDonald Jones Stadium in front of 50,000 lunatics playing the Canberra Raiders. A game that was the cliche, the cliche tale of two halves. Now, look, didn't start off well, did it? The Raiders would score within about three minutes after a costly one-on-one strip on Heimel Hunt. Uh, didn't look good. However, 10 minutes later, on debut, Greg Marzu, after a beautiful shift to the right side, would score. And then, bang, five minutes later, scoring his first try of the season, Bradman Best, after carrying a Raiders play on his back for about 13 metres, scores a try. Absolutely beautiful. Now, however... The Raiders would hit back after a costly error by our captain, Jaden Braley. Jackie White would go under the post to reclaim the lead. And then to add insult to injury, they would kick a two-point field goal in the dying half, dying seconds of the first half. That's where their luck ended. Let's go to the second half. The Knights would absolutely shell shock shell shock the raiders scoring three tries 16 points in 10 minutes mazu gagai frazil absolutely ravaging the raiders left edge which would then just leave us with half an hour of an arm wrestle of a game in which we would claim our first home victory Within 268 games, the 1st of July, 2022, Knights fans. Last time we won at home, no more. It's gone. So, boys, what do we think of that game? And the listeners, please tell me. Give me your thoughts, your moments of that match. But first of all, Storky, how good was it to be back at McDonald Jones Stadium, mate, with a win? Oh, blokes. Tell you what. Feels like it's been forever since I've walked away from that stadium with a smile on my face. It's like it was just unbelievable. But it really was the tale of two halves, wasn't it? Like, um, and it was so like yin and yang. Like it was just crazy. Like the um first half, it was um kind of ironic that our defense, you know, was pretty poor, and that led to both of their tries being weak defense. And then in the second half, our defense was freaking unstoppable and they didn't score any points. Like yeah, it was just one of those games. But, mate, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic being back. A lot of players um, stood up. You know, there's a couple of, you know, little accidents and things like that. Um, their two first tries, like you said, came off of, um, you know, accidents um, uh, from us. So, but, yeah, mate, it was great. Great to be back. Certainly would have been, mate. And, Sean, how good was it, buddy? See oh, that it's... victory at McDonald Jones Stadium. It's fantastic to hear that. Um, what, what's his name? That country singer that, that, that sings that song? Mind blank. Anyway, um, it was a fantastic atmosphere, except early we were kind of pretty quiet on, on our side of the fence, but their bloody drums. Don't get me started on their drums. Oh. Um, yeah, it was it was one of those games where it looked like it was going to be a long, long afternoon for us. We, we had a lot of early ball, but it just seemed whenever we would give the ball back to them, they would score. And it seemed like that was going to be the tale of the game that – we would hold on to it for as long as we could, eventually give it up. They would get the ball and score. I, I was worried, especially after the third minute when they, they scored that first one, that we kind of just weren't going to be able to match them. But, mate, I was I was so wrong. It was, it was fantastic to see. I'm not yes. sure if I came across on TV, but did you see this? Um, links, obviously, I haven't had a chance to watch the game back yet. I got home, had something to eat, jumped on here. I bloody still got my members lanyard on. But... Did you see um, at the end of the game when it was looking like, yeah, we were pretty much going to win this, all the Knights fans were doing the Viking clap? Did you see that, Sean? Yeah, I did. It was, yeah. it was, I don't know if it came through on TV, but that was magical. That was fantastic. Uh, very good, boys. Very good. Well, let's jump into the thoughts and opinions 
of the of the listeners. What do we have here from Hazim? Dom and Mazu should be our wingers. Hunt in solid, but has to go, I reckon. Mate, couldn't agree with you more. Um, in that first three minutes, as I touched on in the intro, mate, very, very costly one-on-one strip that led to points. Um, for a guy that, you know, I believe we brought in into the starting 17 is being someone reliable. He's probably not the greatest finisher. He's not the fastest winger in the world. He's certainly not the strongest of the force, but I believe he was brought in to be somewhat reliable. But um, reliability seems to be a growing issue. Um, what do you guys think about, yeah, Hunt's form within the, the first four rounds of of uh, footy this year? It's yeah. been pretty poor, hasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, I've been saying all week since Wednesday that I was surprised that Dom was the one that got dropped. Like, I know there was a lot of people celebrating after the game he had last week, but I always thought that Dom and Marzu on our wings were the, was the best and strongest option. So, And I think that should be moving forward. I think Hunt, you know, drop him, bring back Dom. I just think that's our strongest option. Well, it's going to be interesting because um, the Raiders just beat our New South Wales Cup side and both Dom and Tuala scored in that game. And AOB was, I don't know when the press conference was, but the Knights released this little uh, video this morning basically saying that Tuala um, has been training and, and playing the house down in New South Wales Cup. So, look, you know, I know I'm on the Tuala bandwagon, but... If, if it's not Dom for me, it's Tuala and Hunt needs to, to go out, but I'm happy with either of those two, whoever wants yeah. to put their hand up to take Hunt's spot. Yeah, look, Alex, uh, can we not just be happy the team won? Why are we all calling for people dropped? Mate, look, sorry, we shouldn't have got off on a sound note. I hope I pumped everyone up with that <laughs> intro, mate. I hope I gave Matt Naval vibes on that one. Um, it's just, I guess at the moment, at this point of time, it just seems like the Knights are unable to defend errors. Um, that one-on-one strip, which we touched on, the other one being Jaden Braley. I think, he, you know, I'm not going to knock Braley too much. He's usually very, very consistent. Um, just had a bit of a, a moment there. I don't know what it was, a knock-on, forward pass, whatever it was. Um, it's just that inability. They seem to compound compound uh, the, the issue by allowing points, um, which I spoke on last week. Um, so, look, not the not the shit on the boys, mate, but, um, yeah, it's just a bit of a growing issue. Seems to be going um, with our boy. Um, Justin, do we need KP? I feel Hastings and Gamble are forming a great partnership in conjunction with Miller at the back. Mate, what a loaded question this one is. Uh, I'll let you run with this one, Sean. <laughs> why, why, why do I always keep coming across as a negative one? Of course we need KP. Like anyone who says we don't need KP, I'd... I'd do they watch football at all? Like the man when he's on is a gun. If we can connect, if we can get that out of him every game, we'd be stupid not to want him. Is he worth the money that he's on and rumored to be getting the next few years? Probably not. No, but yes, we we need we need KP. Like he's on our team, so why not? Seems to be everyone's um one point four million question at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think I think if you didn't have that price tag attached to it, I don't think this question gets asked. Yeah, no, I don't think either. So yeah, it's justifiable why people are asking because like he obviously he's taken up a huge amount of our cap, but when he comes back, like he'll so he'll go straight back into the if he comes back at this stage, we don't really know what's going on. But um, when or if he comes back, he'll go straight into the team. You know where that happens, whether he goes into six. Like, let's be honest, yeah. like Gamble's playing great, mate. Gamble like. Like a lot of people out there, you know, he's a, he's one of my favorite players, and I'll get into another reason why a little bit later. But, mate, Ponga didn't do anything bad at number six. You know, the he hasn't really had a chance. He came in, and then he bloody got knocked out, like, you know, in the, what was it, the second game or whatever whatever game it was, he got knocked out. So he hasn't been there since. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. I guess, I guess the hard thing is, is just Miller has come in, absolutely killed it. Um, mm. Oh, you can't drop regards. Miller. Yeah, that's right. So um, that's I think that's the, the the question that we will, you know, is yeah. If, if it, you have a look at if you have a look at, I'm going to bring up Craig's question here. What do you do with KP? I feel like that's the better question. The better question for me is if KP is fit, if KP has been given the clear to come back, what do you do with KP? Because I'm what? a huge fan of Gamble at six. 
and I don't think Pong is a seven, so I'm going with Hastings at seven. Miller doesn't deserve to lose his spot at fullback. He, no. He's killing it. They'll be riots um, in the streets if he does. So Pongman's got to go somewhere, but for me, it's not in the spine. So well, I don't, I, think, I don't think we should be too pessimistic. Um, make of it what you will. Peter Parr did come out, and I don't think there's anything super sinister with um, what's going on with KP in Canada with these, um, like this, um, I don't know what you, not experimental treatment, but this sort of um it's experimental he's gonna come it's back not experimental day. but you know what you know what i'm trying to say it's um yeah no, no, i hope he does um, <laughs> um yeah i don't think that anyone was sort of thinking oh is this basically to determine whether kp is going to retire or not um mm. it might be a bit of a baseline as to um whatever neurological markers i think the term that they used um what they're looking at is basically assessing maybe where his baseline is as to how soon they can bring him back. Um, but from what I sort of gather, I don't think he's going to be too far away. Is that sort of what you guys are getting the vibe? Like, I don't uh, think it's going to be months and months we're not going to have KP. I've got the vibe. Oh, that's I feel like it's going to be about two months. Two months. Yeah. Two months is my gut feeling. I don't I think we'll see him for six to eight weeks. What did they say? Because I haven't even had a chance to watch that presser yet. Because my first thought was when I first saw that there was a presser and an update, it was like a... Almost like a getting in touch with the fans to say, "Hey guys, don't worry, he'll be back soon." Like just like a like a band. No, it was, uh, was it anything like that, or was it totally different? No, this morning's message was pretty much a, he's just landed in in Canada. We don't know anything else. No. Oh, we don't man. know how long it's going to take. We just know he's just landed. So, well, I don't know if you guys watched oh, the press okay. conference because they did the, one of the first questions they asked Adam O'Brien was obviously what yeah the update. Oh, Kalen Ponga, yep. but nothing further to the press conference. So maybe it's going to be a couple of days before we. Getting there, but um, Noel Ponga has to learn how to tackle. His technique has been bad for a long time, mate. I don't think you're going to get too many arguments from yeah, a lot of people. Green. There. Has got him into trouble um, quite a few times. But um, moving on from Kalen Ponga, Justin again, best had one of the best games in recent times. Good pun, mate. Um, how he played today is how he needs to be used. Absolutely, mate. I could not agree with you more. It's something. We touched on last week on the show was they're finally starting to get gags and best some good ball in good territory and utilizing them. Mm. Um, again, picked up his first try for the season. I thought best played fucking sensational. He looks really fit. Probably the fittest he's ever looked. Super yeah. strong. Um, looks like he's in a good place, boys. How did best look out there today for you guys? Mate, you'd be mistaken in the last last season even think we had centers because you hardly ever saw them. And when they did, it was generally something not, you know, flattering for them. So they're playing a lot better this season. I think Gagai had a great game today. I think um best, like yeah. I've been saying, I've been seeing his praises the last couple of weeks. Like I said, he hasn't hit the um the old form of being that absolute dominant beast, making heaps of breaks and stuff, but he's doing the little things really well. And he's running on that line. Like anywhere time he's close to the line, he's trying to, you know, putting money on himself and trying to get himself over that line, which, you know, he's doing. So, yeah, I, I give him heaps of props. I think he had a great game. Yeah. I, I was saying on Wednesday night on our on Benchformers Wednesday night show that to me it looked like he was down a little bit on confidence. He was playing really well still, but it kind of just looked like he needed that confidence to go to the next step. Well, today he just was showing no signs of not having any confidence. He just looked like a player that knew what he was going to do and, and knew he was going to do it well, and it was it was really good to see. He got a new puppy, so maybe he's like in John Wick mode or something. Yeah, oh, hang on, John Wick, the puppy dies, doesn't he? Okay, that's not a good comparison, but yeah, you know what I mean. Well, if that's the case, we should be buying all the boys' puppies. But um, <laughs> another bloke that had a, a great game, um, Pat DSAF was a beast today. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think we were all absolutely shocked to even see Daniel Saifidi named in the team list. Yeah. I thought um, he would have dropped out, to be honest. Mate, I, said that. I think wasn't he even in a sling. That right gone. shoulder did not look good at all. Whether or not he has just had a ton of pain injections. Um, but, mate, he, he was absolutely the best forward, I think, on both on both sides of the field, yeah. um, both teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to get any argument out of you two boys on Daniel Saifi's yeah. performance. Elliot no. was talking him up before oh, game, before the game, like um, at the stadium, they were interviewing Elliot, and Elliot was talking him up big time and, yeah, saying he's going to have a good game. So he was right. Mm. Yeah, well, they were interviewing DSAF after it as well, and he was he mentioned that, you know, he's he's just had a, a kid um, two two yeah. days old today. 
Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. congrats, Deesa. Yep, congrats. so there you go. New puppy, new kid. They're on fire. It's obviously what needs to happen. We've, we've cracked the code. We've cracked it. <laughs> we've cracked the code. Um, let the good ones keep coming. Lachlan Gags had a rough year last season. So amazing. Credit to him and how he has how he turned around himself this year so far, especially in defense. And, mate, could not agree with you more. Gags was my knighted player of the week. Come at me with your comments. I know everyone's going to say Miller, 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 Miller. Um, mate, Miller was a bee's dick off. Miller, he was a close yeah. second. Miller had a sensational Miller was a game, game changer. Nothing to take away from Miller. But my boy Gags, let's just run through Gags here. Picked up a try, a try assist, 175 run meters, eight tackle breaks, one line break, uh, four offloads, which happened to be the most of the nights. And he's a good one, boys. 19 tackles, zero misses, none. Yeah, good. Absolutely yeah. none by Gags. Um, I couldn't agree with you more, Lachlan. So good to see this guy turn around. I, whether or not that's he was playing with a Maroons jersey underneath him, that's, that's probably the ball. He used to always right. shoot up um, out of the line. It was something, one thing we always used to mention, Gags to shoot up out of the line. You know, maybe miss the tackle and then we would be having, you know, an overlap. But the fact that he didn't miss any tackles today and he's not shooting up out of that line. Gags like had it. the highest missed tackles in the NRL last year, didn't he? I do. I heard something about I, that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Can't confirm nor yeah, I, but I I'm heard. pretty yep. sure he did. Yep. Yeah, no, I had plenty to say about our boy. Um, he's playing Gags, with that but, Queensland um, toughness too. It just looks like he wants to smash everyone. Yeah. Like after that, that hit in, you know, that um, oh, that was a shoulder to the head on, on yeah. Hastings and just seeing gag, gags just rub elbows in people's faces. It's fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Matty yeah. could be wrong, mate. If he leaves that Maroons jersey on all the time, mate, yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't agree with you. Yeah, wear it underneath his body. Nice jersey. There you go. Yeah. Look, another one, another um, a, a late inclusion into the team, uh, Tyson yeah. Frizzell, uh, one that we weren't expecting to play. Uh, was absolutely tough day. Couldn't agree with him more, mate. Scored the last try of the game. He was exceptional. People, pe only people at the ground may know this as well. He was down on his haunches for a few yeah. minutes there at some stage. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he was. I don't know if it, he was just winded. It kind of looked like he was going to just vomit everywhere at one stage. Um, yeah, he went down awkwardly, but it looked like he went down almost on the side of his shoulder, like his collarbone area. And I was like, oh, here we go. And yeah, Mr. said, look, oh, he's, this isn't good. good. Yeah, but he, he also got a try because he walked back to halfway. He was, yeah, he was down for a, for a couple of minutes. But so. he was hobbling at another part of the game a little bit too. So I was like, maybe you know his um ankle injury isn't quite a hundred percent yet. But man, he had a great game. Yeah, he was out on his feet. He's same. He's the you know same as uh, Lockie Fitz in that regards. That they just they just run themselves tired. Yeah, all the boys were tired towards the end. There, I think they were all happy to hear that siren go. <laughs> I was tired towards the end of it too. Jeez. Heart was racing uh, a million miles an hour. And, and what should be, I reckon we should just write this segment into the show. Miller time, guys. Let's Miller talk time. Lockie Miller. Audience, I bet you've got plenty to say about Lockie Miller. So please start commenting away on Lockie Miller. But let's kick it off with the first one here. Justin, again, mate, you're on fire today, mate. Miller has shades of Billy Slater in the way he's always sniffing around the ruck when he's on the offensive and knew how to place himself in defense. Mate, talking to these two lunatics before the show, I likened him as when you accidentally, as crap as KO is, put it on twice <laughs> the speed. It dead set feels like he is just running twice as fast as anyone else. The yeah. bloke is absolutely everywhere. Um, His step is underrated. Like, how it often is. Did they? How often do they used to play that replay of Kalen snapping ankles back a couple of years ago and and shit like that. There was one step today where I was surprised he didn't end up in the 10th row of the grandstand. He just, it was, it was yeah, insane. He's, he, he's he, the type he, of player. His step is underrated. It honestly is. Yeah. He's the type of player that opposition would hate playing against because he's just like, he's just, you go to grab him and he's gone. Like, it'd be so frustrating. Like, come here, you bastard. Oh, like, yeah. Well, as, mate, Noel, Miller, the best buy the Knights have made in over 10 years. Um, mate, he, that's a big call. First month of football, it's yeah. a big call. But, but uh, I don't know what mm. we're paying him, but it would certainly be unders. Uh, yeah, yeah. 100%. For what we're paying, for what we're getting. Uh, yeah. And that's what the Knights need. Value for money. Um, the guy has been absolutely insane. Brett, here we go. What's this Palooka have to say? This guy. Miller, average fullback from Rara. Mate, get out of here. Um, nah, couldn't agree with you less, Brett. 
Um, I've got a I've got a strong feeling Brett might be a Broncos supporter. Mate, what are they doing in Walsh. Trust me. Anyway. Anyways, moving on from Miller, we could talk about Miller for hours, guys. Mm. Um, let's talk about our boy. Here's a good one here from Jesse. Hastings is showing what we missed without Pierce last year. He's leading the team without KP. Couldn't agree with you more, mate. Um, yeah, 100%. He's doing what Adam Clune couldn't do for the full season. Um, yeah. I want to ask you boys, was it particularly windy? I'm not going to knock Jacko at all, but he did it miss was. those first two conversions. He's usually he's usually pretty good. I figured he's probably overcompensating for being in a windy day. Was that right? Yeah, it yes. was windy. It was very windy. It was it was at our backs in the second half. I literally think when Miller kicked those two from the side, like everyone was cheering because we got the two points, but there was also that like, whoa, shit, he actually got them because like they were not easy <laughs> kicks and in that wind as well. So, yeah, it was mm. definitely windy. I'd like to think that's why Hastings missed the first one by about 30 metres. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely would have had something to do with it, I'd say. Yep. Um, all right, Let's. looks like Link's frozen. Um, let's move on to the next question, hey? Um, what beers are you guys drinking, fellas? Oh, Storky, what beer are you on? I've got the Foghorns. Look at that. Look at that Newcastle Knights-inspired inspired can. Reminiscent of what the 2001 jersey, foghorns. Yeah, get on it. It's good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Oh, here he is. He's back. The Boys, back. I'm on. I'm actually on the um the hazy IPAs. Come at me. I know some blokes don't like their craft beers, but this one is particularly delicious. So, um, that's what I'm drinking tonight, boys. Yeah. Your internet connection's obviously on the beers too, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Can't deal with my enthusiasm. Every time we win, <laughs> I don't know what to do to my internet. Flintstones internet. Here's, here's another good one, actually. Here's a good oh, one. Sorry, here mate. I, I jumped in and uh, grabbed a question before you. I wasn't sure Bryce, if it was frozen again. How many years does Dane have left in him? That's a fucking good question, actually. Because um, he sort of so I put it up. He's turned back time a little bit. Um, Where's Adrian? Adrian will be floating around somewhere in here. Adrian, you what's his age, mate? Um, I haven't seen him in here tonight. Um, no. I don't know. I'd imagine what, what would Gags be now? When did he first come to the club, like 2012? Yeah, if this isn't his last contract, I think the next one will be. So, And mm. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I, don't, I think he'll want to end in Newcastle. So I don't know how long we've actually signed him for. But Yeah, apparently he's 32. He's two or three. Yeah. He's 32. Um, I don't know what we... Signed him for was it three years? He's thirty-two. Yeah, uh, he he might have another year left on his contract, maybe. Yeah, and if we pick him up, that'll be his last one. I couldn't really see him. He came back to Newcastle. He wanted to end his career in Newcastle, so unless, unless yeah. he's got no other options, I can't really see him going anywhere else. If he if he has if he finishes the year like he started it so far, then I'm happy to have him back again for sure. Mm. Oh well, here's the elephant in the room, Matt. Loves to talk about this bloke. Um, thanks for tuning in again, Matt. Um, what amazes me is AOB halftime speech did something. <laughs> he usually puts the boys to sleep. Mate, I don't know, whatever he did, but he must have filled them with that much fucking energy. To come out and score three tries in under 10 minutes was fucking sensational. So I hope he recorded that and they play it every fucking week. Um, mm. Yeah, boys, that, again, we touched on it earlier, but to have that many tries scored that fucking quickly on that right edge. Yeah. Fuck me. The stadium must have been gone fucking. Three crazy. three tries in six yeah. minutes. Insane. It was yeah. Like I said, I, the tails of two tail of two halves. So whatever he said at half time, it was like a different team come out. So yeah, bottle that shit. Well, Brett Brett Heffern, Heffernan reckons sack AOB. Um we've got another dolphin supporter in here, boys. Get out of here, Brett. Um <laughs> Jordan. Just to look forward to next week quickly. I like Croker at 13 next week with man out with the 11 day. Yes. We didn't sort of touch on that, did we? Um, mm. I think it was the last sort of 15 minutes. We lost Kurt Mann, um, one of the biggest blokes on the field, uh, Tarpanay trying to sort of got his head in the wrong spot. That head on the hip again uh, didn't look good, did it? So, yes, we're going to lose him for 11 days. I didn't know it was man at first. Like, because obviously from the ground, I didn't know it was man, and I just saw the hair, and I know the hair's a little bit different, but I thought it was Hastings at first. I was like, oh, no. 
So I hate to sound bad, but when I found like I don't worry, I don't want man to be injured. But when I found it was man, I was like, oh god, okay, it wasn't Hastings. But <laughs> I hope I hope man does get better, you know, very soon. You know, he's a good player. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think he can play a bit like Yo and play a similar role to Hopgood at Parramatta, mate. That uh, yeah. what trial was I had it in my notes, um, mate. He had an absolutely beautiful flick pass offload, Crocker, and it. Fuck! It set up the um. I think it was the second Marzu try. Actually, it was the first. The first one uh, in the second half, mate. He offers a real good point of difference in attack for us. Um, I can't see how he can be left out of the seventeen. Um, whether that's lock or on the bench, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd play him at lock. I'd play him at lock. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, Lachlan Crocker's offload the heading was insane. That's what I was talking about, mate. Yeah, it was. Um, he was great, yeah. mate. Um, players, players like Crocker are our, our future, so we've got to nurture them, otherwise, they're going to go somewhere else. Well, it's well, happened how many times now? Well, Adam O'Brien has been actually really conservative in the past, as we all know, as to much of our frustration and sort of not dropping, um, you know, uh, our first graders and sort of trying to promote these uh debutantes but shit boys the argument yeah last week the three boys really didn't uh did their job perfectly um you know dylan luke has been named can you see a world maybe in the next few weeks any of those three guys you know can come back into the team can can i just stop you there as well Going back to Dylan Lucas being 18th man, you don't see it a lot, but this will give you an indication to how fucking hard this kid works. The players were all cheering at the end of the game that they'd won, and this kid's running laps. He's doing his warm down. And I thought that was sensational to see him putting in that work while everyone else is cheering, celebrating, interviewing, high-fiving the crowd, doing all of that. Dylan Lucas is running Doing his yep. walk down. I've never seen that before. I have never seen never. an 18th man do put in that work at yeah. the end of the game. I, well, they they obviously do it at the end of the game, but I've never seen it in that capacity. I thought yeah. that was when everyone else is celebrating work. around him for him to be doing that. That's yeah, and I I think that's yeah. going to go a long way with AOB. I think he would have seen that as well, um, and I I think it's going to skyrocket him in the squad. Yeah, Jeez, but, but to, um, what a bit of insight from Sean. Jesus. But yeah, to answer your question, so I, like, I, I'd some love things. I'm yeah. impressed. I'd love to see him in the side, but that, I'd hopefully we don't get any injuries where we would have to put him in. But man, if we have to, yeah, I'm yep. confident if he came in. He's a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, touching on um, Reggie's boys, um, David Redding. Um, I'm still a little worried about our forward pack in the front row. Is there any good front rowers in the lower grades? Um, yeah, I don't I'll think you're going to get any. It's something we talked about a lot. Was we're very, very thin. We are extremely in the front thin. rows, especially when yeah. um, we got JSAF out for still another month. I think. Um, yeah, we're very, very low on those stocks. I think Adam O'Brien touched it in the press conference. When it comes to the halves, thankfully we're quite well stocked. When you got yeah. gambles, your clunes, and that. Unfortunately, we had to trade away our best prospect to get Lockie Miller. In hind, you know, looking at it now, looked like a great yeah. trade, didn't it? Um, so I'm not going to argue. Too, yeah. Not going to argue too much there, but yes, I think the Knights would certainly be um, behind the scenes to be looking at their their front row stocks. Again, something I should pay more attention to is on the register. Please, if, any of the listeners that watch a lot more of the New South Wales Cup, if there was anyone that O'Brien. Like, you know, obviously saw a little bit of faith in. Like like we said before, he's not shy of, you know, putting debutant taunts in. I'm sure they would be getting a shot. So the fact that... Oh, they would have had a shot last week when we had that weird... And all the news last week, you know, about um, we're looking for, you know, forwards big time. Like, you know, like the bloody bat signal in the sky. We've got the night signal in the sky, you know, calling out for all forwards. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think, you know, if there was, you'd call them up. Like, not putting any dirt on the players that are there, but, Mm. Yeah. Did we just skip through a question about Elliot? I saw Elliot's name just just pop up there, and I just want to I just want to touch on Elliot for a second. That here we go. This um, is gonna from yeah, Brand, that may, that may have been it. Yeah, Elliot um, will be close to coming back. This is gonna sound extremely bad, but I'd forgotten about Elliot to be completely honest, because the the form that we saw from him early on, because he did miss preseason and stuff like that. He was a, he was a bit rusty. He was a bit. Uh, under the weather that I'd completely forgotten that 
he was even in our squad, to be completely honest. So when when he comes back, I'll I'll be thrilled. Yeah, maybe he comes in off the bench. Mm. Starts there. Yep. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah. Um, let's get touching back on the Reggies. Bryce, who's our best young talent to see this year in 2023? Uh, I believe Dylan Lucas. I was super fucking impressed with Dylan Lucas in the trials. Um, I think he's going to make his way into this first grade team. And I think once he gets that jersey, it's going to be fucking hard to get it off the block. Well, Kant didn't have a bad game either. Like, you know, that same game that he debuted that same game, he had a good game as well. Like, when he went off, he had like, what, close to 25 tackles or something under his belt, like when he went off and then he came back on because, you know, we had no other choice. We had to get him back on. So, mm. but yeah, yeah, yeah Lucas is a gun, like you said. Yes. Yeah. Um, moving forward into the future, Adam Critz. Where do we play the two Englishmen next year? Um, so for all the listeners who have forgotten, um, Kai Pierce, paul and Will Price from Huddersfield and Wigan will be coming to the club in 2024. Um, now, our boy Kai Pierce, paul is a back rower. May have paid a little bit of um, oh, the centre position, I'm not too sure, but primarily that back row. And Will Price is a 5'8". So in hindsight, you look at these two signings, uh, particularly Will Price. I don't know whether he, again, slots somewhere uh, in the outside backs. I'm assuming these guys signed thinking they were going to play first grade out here. You'd be worried if you were him, but wouldn't you? You'd be worried. First, you saw Ponga jump in there, and then he's injured, and then you see Gamble jump in there. So now, not only have you got one person in front of you coming into a side that you've signed with that has two people in front of you, like, yeah, you'd be a bit concerned if you were him. Yeah, well, it's a long time, isn't it? Like 12 months in rugby league is a fucking long, long time. Um, if the guys were to drop here right now, I don't know where. Fucking long time in Newcastle rugby league too. <laughs> 12 days is a long time for us. Yeah, I'm happen. not sure. Um, I think, yeah, that's a fucking good question, Adam. Um, that's too good of a question for us. We don't know. Mate, yeah. <laughs> um, you fucking stumped me on that stumped one, mate. I... We'll get back to you next week. Yeah, mate. Um, maybe after we've had a few more beers, we might. <laughs> Bloody seat was going down. I started to look like Dickie Knee. I was just like disappearing <laughs> into the bottom of the screen. Um, all right. What else have we got here, guys? Let's go back to KP. Um, Jacob, don't feel Ponga should slip into gamble spot. Why change something that's working? Hmm. Mate, It's it, oh, I can see both sides on this. I truly can. I, I think gamble has been fucking sensational for us. Not just with the... That not just cut one out ball today. Oh. Oh, oh, not only cut out one player, two of them. Jesus yeah. Christ! Um, but it's it's what he it's what he brings to the team as a whole. I feel like he's one of those players, particularly in a game like today, that's real gritty arm wrestle. Like that last thirty minutes, gambles more that kind of player I would like next to me than a KP. Well, Link, so, something you didn't see, wouldn't have seen after the game because the You're cameras are off. Where I was going, still. Yep. And anybody oh, else okay. who watched the game and wasn't at the game, yeah. When we when we win, the Knights do like a lap, you know, with clapping and saying thanks to the fans. Sometimes, gamble, yes, sometimes. Well, most of the time, to be fair, but yeah, we just don't win that often. But um, uh, Gamble was fired up, man. There was a lot of the players just walking around clapping. Gamble was like, there, and then he's hitting the badge on his, um, you know, just hitting the badge on his jersey and just getting fired up and. Yeah, the passion Arms was up, there, man. Up the crowd, it was. Yeah, loved you could it. Tell he was. And this is after the cameras were off. So he wasn't playing up the cameras or anything like that because that was all off. It was after the game when they were just doing their lap of you well, know. On a, yeah, I would love to hear from the listeners. Drop, drop us a comment. When KP yeah. does come back, he will come back. Let's, for him? argument's sake, he's going to go on the halves. I myself, I would be playing Gamble at 14. You got Elliot back. So this is full, we're talking full strength squad here. Yeah. Uh, where do you guys play Gamble? Drop me a comment. Let me know where you guys play Gamble because he's too good to leave out of this team. I think what mm. he brings, um, not just when he's got the ball, but just everything around him. The guy's just a well, I, yeah. If 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 it was if it was up to me, I'd I'd could could you move him to lock? I think in 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 attack, yes. Um defensively as a lock i don't know that's that's very different to what he's doing now um but yeah i i would i would definitely like to see gamble at 13 in attack ponger at six that would be that would be fantastic that's gonna be the i think that's gonna be the if it if ponger goes back into six i think that's gonna probably what's gonna happen (laughs) 
if I tell you what, there's going to be a few people. I'm not going to name names, but um, there's going to be a few people where, if say Ponga comes back and gambles, see you later, mate. You're, you're on back to New South Wales Cup. I, I know there's going to be, especially one bloke that's going to be calling for AOB's head. And you know what? I I, I think he would he would be right there. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's an interesting question. Um, Alex, don't think he is, he, as in Tyson Gale, was defensively proficient yeah. enough to get through the lock work. Yeah, look, it, would be a, it would be a small lock. But I just think a lot of people are forgetting how fucking good Adam Elliott actually is. He was pretty much going to be one of our better signings in the offseason. So, Are we talking about Elliott or Gamble? I'm just saying, like, when it, it, I think a, it, a, a lot of people are forgetting how good Elliot is. We're sort of talking about leaving um, Elliot out of the team altogether. I think once right. he comes back, gets fit, um, you know, he had a very disappointing round one with that groin injury. I don't think we can sort of count that too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't argue with it. I, I, I'm not going to argue with on that one, Alex. To me, I think Gamble's the perfect 14, covers multiple positions. Um, and let's face it, KP is. Prone to an, an injury, isn't he? And who better backup to be sitting on the bench than Tyson? Well, the question I'll probe a question to you, got you two fellas. Do you think, and uh, and the listeners out there, is KP worried? Is KP seeing what's going on? You know, we've won a couple of games. Everyone loves Gamble. Like you know, let's be honest. I saw a comment a few minutes ago, and I've on the same. Everyone hated Gamble when he when he was for the Broncos and played us and was cheering us up. Now he's like most people's favorite player. You know, because of his passion. So is Ponga seeing this? And like getting a little bit worried, like where do I fit? I don't think so. I think KP's the type of person where he probably hasn't even thought about it. Yeah. Um, he does have bigger fish to fry, so that's understandable. When, but, when yeah. I when I spoke to his mum the other day, he was like, I, I honestly think on the field is the last thing they're worrying about at the moment. Um, yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I I don't think KP's worried. I don't even think KP's thinking about. I wondered if you watched the game today. I was actually at the game. I don't know why. I did think for a second. I wonder if Pong is like watching the game. If he wasn't getting tested or something. Yeah, maybe. Obviously. Didn't maybe have if KO yet. works in Canada. I don't know. No, he's, Lincoln he's not can't watching even it, get it to work in Australia. Yeah. Like yeah. Canada. Good luck, mate. <laughs> See the Good KO luck, screen. The KO screen at the uh, at the stadium was out again still. Yeah. Oh, uh, Matty Crookle. Good mate, Matty Crookle. Um, he, he's, mate. He's, he's, a, he's an electrician, and um, one of his mates is also an electrician. Um, he was there at the stadium to fix it, and apparently the electrical like wiring and everything's all fucked. Like the whole thing needs to be replaced. Oh, so, is he the official Newcastle Knights electrician? Is he? Not, not Matty Crookley. His mate is. Oh, his um, mate is. Oh, right. His, okay. his mate is. Apparently, yeah, the, the screen at the drinking head's completely fucked. It has to be ripped out, all new wiring, completely new. Well, you so won't knowing, hear that. You won't hear that anywhere else, guys. Knowing the Knights. Come here for your electrical Knights information. Yeah. That's no, right. No, knowing the Knights and uh, venues New South Wales, don't expect that screen to be up and running anytime soon. Here we go. We've got another inside scoop. Shane Fox lived overseas for 15 years. KO doesn't work. <laughs> Watch NRL does, mate. I live in Australia and it doesn't fucking work. Um, <laughs> good luck on the other side of the fucking planet. I've um, only had one problem, and it's ever been ever ever since your rant, Lincoln. Yeah, ever since your rant, mine's starting to get that bloody video error message where you have to back out of it and get back in. But anyway, yeah. mm. uh, what's Matty got here? Just get Foxtel, mate. If I could afford the three thousand dollars a month or whatever it is to get Foxtel. Um, <laughs> Yeah, probably buy what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, I saw it the other day. It's like seventy nine dollars. You get sport and entertainment and drama or something. There's not enough uh, shit there for me to watch. Seventy nine bucks. No, thank you. Nah, but all right, guys. I'm going to pose a couple of questions to you and the listeners. So please listen closely. I want to know everyone's answer on this. All right. Um, I'm not sure if everyone of the game sort of fully copped this, or you might have watched a bit of a replay. Should Jackie Whiten have been Simbin for that? First hit on Lockie Miller. Now, to refresh your memories, uh, a bomb went up. Lockie Miller let it bounce. He's caught it in goal, uh, trying to bring it out of the end goal. Has clocked a high shot from Jackie Whiten. Now, he did go on to score a few minutes later, Jack Whiten. So, um, what did you guys think on that one? Because uh, I think a lot of the um, the commentators were split 50-50 on this one. Some of them were very much saying, no, it's high contact. They've seen a lot less well, I haven't go for the... Go for the sim bidding. Um, 
I haven't had yeah. a chance to watch it back because I've pretty much, you know, just got home from the game, had dinner and pretty much got ready for this. Um, so I haven't had a chance to watch it back. But at the ground and the limited replays that we kind of saw, um, it kind of looked like it may have come off the ball and then gone up into his his, his neck area or maybe off his chest and then neck. It didn't I, – I wouldn't say no off the first one, but – Definitely the second. The second one was definitely worth the ten, but I'm fr- from the from the angles that I saw, I'd say no. Is yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same. Like pretty much almost word for word, you know, for what Sean said. Like I I don't know if it came off the um, shoulder. I think it was just a high shot, but at the ground, I didn't have too much problem with him just being put on report and you know getting a penalty. I didn't see him being sent off. The second one, yeah, definitely that was definitely worth a send off. Well, mate, it looks like a majority of the viewers are actually thinking, no, it should have been. And someone here made a very good point. Um, Yes, if Miller had stayed down, here we go. Um, Lachlan, if Miller had stayed down, he would have a thousand percent. Yes. Credit to Lockie Miller. We touched on blokes fucking milking penalties. Yeah, fuck milking. Oh, speaking of milking, Get it out of the game. Tom Starling. Tom Starling. You just reminded me, Lockie. Yeah, yeah, the great that little. Yeah, what was, milk what coming was... out of his asshole, that idiot. Oh my god, <laughs> what was that about? Jesus, mate. Yeah, yeah, not on. Thought he's yeah. playing soccer. Now, this he obviously what... hasn't seen that. You know that slapping competition where people just they oh, stand yeah. oh, each other yeah. and slap shit out of each other. What's the, what's the go with that, mate? If he went down with if that, he's darling went in that, he'd die. Like fuck me, if he's going to stay down from that, mate, his yeah. head would fucking Christ. come off. Thank God he fucked off out of Newcastle if he's going to stay down for that shit. <laughs> um, now, another another good one. Um, Lockie Miller. I want to talk a bit. Let's go back to Lockie Miller. Um, I'm very keen to hear on the listeners on this one too. Do you feel as if Lockie Miller has had more impact in the four games for the Knights thus far than KP has in, say, the last five seasons? I mean, that's a bit of a loaded question. It's a big one. It's a fucking tough question. It's a tough question, but I don't think so. I mean, I think a lot. I think Pong has played really well in a lot of games. I think a lot of people easily forget that, and I think it's because, yeah. let's be honest, we've we've been one of the you know the lesser teams in the competition. We've lost a lot of games, um, and a lot of games that we have lost probably would have been by a lot more in those games if Ponga wasn't playing really well. So, I think if you took up everything like that Ponga has done against the small amount of stuff that Miller's done. I think Ponga comes out easily on top. But, but man, that's not putting any dirt on Miller, man. Miller's, like, played four games, and he's, like, on the rise. He's on fire. But I don't think you can really compare the two. That's just my opinion at this stage. Well, I'm going to compare the two, compare the pair. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. When Ponga first came to us, he'd played nine games um, for, for the Cowboys. Uh, when Miller came to us, he'd played seven games. Apparently seven games. I don't remember him playing seven games, but that's that's apparently what he's had. Um, so if you're going off the, you know, it's, it's it's close to the amount of games they'd played before coming to Newcastle. If we're going off just the first four games alone, then I think Miller's done more. But if you're going off Ponga's entire time here, like Storky was just saying, we're, we're going to forget all the good shit that Ponga has done. Um, he's had games where it's you, you you've just stood back and went, this guy's a, this guy's a freak. Um, it's, it's too Tom's hard. The problem isn't he's playing as much. Like, let's be honest, when he plays a whole full game without getting injured, or if he's even playing at all, because let's be honest, how like long, how many games has he had off? Like, I saw someone in the comments mention a minute ago, if we could add up all the games that he's had off and minutes he's had off the field since he's been a knight, it would be a crazy amount, especially for what he's getting paid. So, well, yeah. here's, here's a good question I post you as Bryce says, imagine if we didn't have Miller. Killer Miller. That's a fucking yeah. bottom of the ladder. No, okay, let me let me pose this question to you then. Um, if KP plays every game this year and Miller doesn't, what's our what's our record? It's hard to say because what did Ponga have a good game or a bad game? Uh, just uh, just throwing it out there. If if, if Ponga, just throwing, Ponga plays just throwing every game, it out there from what I've seen of Miller so far this year is I have Miller over Ponga. At fullback, that's that's full stop. So basically, at the end of the day, you're asking who do you think is a better player, really? No, who I'm just saying who's like who's. I guess for me, like in those, I, I don't think an, an argument can be made that Miller's probably been our best player. I know it's only a, it's extremely small sample size, 
uh, this is very hyperbolic, guys. So don't don't run with this. Um, you know, it, I'll tell anyone I'm the biggest Ponga sympathizer. I know people want to cut Ponga, get rid of the guy, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I guess when you start adding the salary, you know, the, the 1.4 million, um, the injuries, and then you get a guy that comes along, is clearly we, you know, given it. I get it. It's only a month of football. That's all can go off. Um, has played fucking outstanding football. Mm. Um, who, you know, let's, for instance, it could have been quite easy, our two best back-to-back best player on the field. A lot of people would probably argue that. Well, you um, know, I'm going I'm, I'm to go to the, that fucking awesome movie. It's up there in my top three sports movies, Moneyball. If you want to talk Moneyball, Miller's killing it. Miller's on whatever he is. I'm, I'm taking Miller over a 1.4 Ponger. As much as I love Ponger, um, Mill, Miller's value for money is fucking unbelievable, and he's my number one. Miller's like the NFL jerseys you get from Famwish. Yeah, they might not be um, authentic, but mate, they're bloody they a the lot job. cheaper, and they're pretty much almost as good as the original. So, yeah, yep. yeah, it's it's going to be a question for the ages, isn't it? Look, and then we're all hoping KP comes back and absolutely. Oh yeah, we're all wishing the best. It. Yeah. Um, but you can certainly see where some frustrations lie. Can people I, get paid, can I just, people get paid just, more than us to make these decisions, but let's just hope they make the right ones. Yeah. I just want to say, um, and this is fucking come at me, bro, but the laughing react to, to post about Ponga, about his, his head knocks and all this stuff, like I, I don't think that's wrong. On. Like I get it. He's a professional sportsman. But if he's your mate, if he's your brother, is he, if he's your son, if he's your father, you're not laughing or reacting at a bloke to having four concussions in six months or whatever it's been, ten months. I just, I just, I just want to say that all these laughing reactions that I see on every single Kalen Ponger update, every single, it's just a dog shot for me. It's a dog shot. You might as well be running at someone and tackling them from behind without a ball. Like it is. Yeah. It's fucked. It's. And care. a lot of people throwing dirt on him would be doing exactly the same thing if they're in his position as far as wanting the 1.4. What's he going to say he doesn't want it? If you can get it, go for it. Yeah. You know? But look, guys, let's move along. It's question time. Fucking fun part of the show where you guys rant, ask questions, whatever it is, fire away at us. Whatever it is you'd like to ask us, please. I've got a great one here to kick it off. Kane Boyd, who do you see as the first priority to re-sign for next year? Great fucking question, Kane. Um, Sean, I'll start with you, mate. Who do you? Who's I was your about first to say, don't start with me because the first thing I'm going to do is go to looks to see who's actually off contract. Yeah, I was about year. to ask who's, who we got off. Who's um, got a list off, off the top of my head, I don't even know who's off contract this year. You know, Lincoln. Um, I know Tyson is. Yeah, only for as I was. But yeah. if we if uh, we look, sign I'm, Tyson, I'm it's going to be for Tyson. less. And it's got to be for less than what he yeah, is. Yeah, we can't give him the I'm same money. Brazil, for sure. He's a great player, as we always say. He's missed the consistency, and, you know, he always gets the job done. But we can't pay him the same as what we did to get him here. Yep. He's, he's just not really worth that, is he? All right, no. moving along. Pat uh, Tiernes, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Give our season a rating out of 10. Fucking good one. Um all right, I'll let you boys shoot on that. Uh, you go first, Storky. Jeez, it's hard after four games. Everyone's putting the hard questions. Come we're on, two, mate. We're only two for two here, but um, uh, going from two for two, like you can't get anywhere near the ten. Let's be honest. You know, yeah, we're not. If freaking, we're going we're not a two for two, I'm going five out of ten. Well, that's what I was aiming for, you know. But we are Just doing better split. than I was expecting, so I'm going to go for a six because. You know, we've won two, we've lost two. The Dolphins game, in my opinion, in my opinion, before um, Hastings went off, we were getting the better of them. And I think we could have toppled them. Wasn't yeah. to be. So it could easily have been three and one. Um, and if that was the case, you know, maybe my score would be higher. But as it stands at the moment, um, because we're going better than I thought we would, I'm going to go six out of ten because it's that hope. There's that hope that hasn't been there for a long time. So you many can... games you've turned up to or tuned into thinking, I'll watch this because I love the Knights and I'm a Knights fan, but I'm I'm ready for the heartache. I'm ready for the hurt. Yeah. That's not the case this year. You're rocking up. You've, you can just feel that we're in this. You're not committed so, to that Newcastle chant. It goes yeah. up and you're kind of just like, 
There's a different vibe. There's a different vibe in the crowd, and like I'm sure you'll know what I mean, Sean. Anyone else who is lucky enough to be able to go to the games, there's a different vibe at the stadium this season so far than there was pretty much all of last year. Yeah, and if we keep playing, it's more about the effort. It's about the so I'm going on a bit of a rant, but it's about the effort. We don't even necessarily have to win. I don't get me wrong. We all want us to win. But if there's that effort there and Knights fans see that we're putting our asses on the line and putting that effort in, the Knights fans are going to turn up and they're going to give them respect every time, win, lose, or draw. But that was lacking last season. I don't think it is as much this season. I think the Knights fans can see it. Particularly at home, uh, you know, we were the laughing stock when it came to home performances last year. But I think I don't think you can get any pushback. One in twelve. I'll just paint that picture. There you go. Um, Just two in twelve now. So today for me was a full eighty-minute performance. Granted, we didn't sort of defend a couple of errors, but apart from those couple of Raiders tries, um, we were outstanding. Um, That real arm wrestle grit. Um, yeah, look, if we didn't have maybe a couple of HR, we were super unlucky. I know everyone's going to say you blame injuries or whatnot. Maybe if we didn't lose Kalen in that last 10 minutes of the Warriors game, maybe we do get up. If we didn't mm. lose, there you um, go. That's another Hastings, you know, we, we might be, we, we might be completely undefeated. Um, yeah. but we've been in the game every game. You, there hasn't been a game I've watched and you just go after the first half, go, what's the fucking point? So that's promising. That's what you want. That's all you want is being able to watch your team from fucking start to finish. You know, you're in it. Um, yeah. You're not going to turn the fucking TV off. Well, go- going off that question before about um, who's your priority re-signing, if you could sign anyone from the NRL, who are you signing to come to the Knights? Oh, fucking uh, anyone. <laughs> anyone. Anyone. They don't have to. Does doesn't have to be people off contract. If you had it, if if you could poach Craig anyone. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with Craig Bellamy as well. That's a bloody good answer. Mm. Bloody good answer. But as far I'm, as players, yeah, who I'm, would you I'm, who would you go if you threw the question at us? Who would you go with? Um, someone like a Nelson from the Storm or or Papa today from the Raiders. Um, I'm 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 going after that that big bloke that's just going to yeah. rip in. Uh, I I think that's what we're desperately needing. I'm 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 going after a a, a big bopper. We're seeing some big names coming through in the comments here. We've got the Nathan Cleary's being thrown in, the Tedesco's. Oh, well, you know, you'd be dumb to turn Huff. down Cleary. If Cleary knocked on your door and said, hey, I'll sign, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd be dumb Roo- to say, no, nah, sorry, well, buddy. Well, the, ro- the rumors are that the Roosters next year, but let's not go there. What? <laughs> Nathan Cleary? Did- oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's the Roosters yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, another good one here from Shane. Um, does DSAF make state of origin? Mate, he's got he's got that form back. Um, he keeps going, yeah, yep. yeah. I think Freddie does like the blokes that have done it for him in the past. Um, I think he'll be on the bench. I don't think he'd be a starter, but if he's doing what he's doing, who knows? Only early days. Then again, Origin's always here before you know it, isn't it? Yeah, but he comes around yeah. quick. Before you know it, everyone's like, "Oh, Origin!" And it's like, "Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind." It's sold out or. <laughs> Yeah. That's tomorrow, really? Okay. You know, Back to the bit of the signing. Lachlan, thoughts on rumors of us headhunting Scott Sorison? Think he would be a massive for our forward pack? Yes, yeah, Scott Sorison yep. is probably the most underrated bench player in the competition, mate. Yeah, tough as fucking nails. Um, yes, I would be one hundred percent behind getting Scott Sorison. I'm, I'm probably thinking he he's, he's going to come to us. No, he wouldn't. You know. I, you know, he probably would be coming here on the thoughts of maybe being a starting prop because, you know, let's face it, the Panthers are absolutely fucking stacked. Um, yes, he, he's that kind of guy. A lot like Gamble, that real – the kind of guy you want to get in the trenches with. I would not be saying no to Scott Sorensen whatsoever. Um, yeah. Here's a really good one, boys. Justin, are we missing Clemmer? No, we are not. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I gave, I gave my thoughts on him. No, no, and we 100% won that trade. No. Um, let me know in the comments what you think. I think we won that trade every fucking day of the week. Um, yeah. They're already oh, talking we about a fucking. Trade. We do not have a little bit some of his meters. Like, don't get me wrong, his meters, he was the highest, you know, meters out of all of our forwards. But man, I would not. Yeah, that was a good trade. I would not swap that trade back now. No, not at all. No. no. I, I think both our trades in the offseason. Um, Bradbury for Miller and Clemmer for Hastings are both absolutely 100% unequivocally yeah. in my favor. 
If he's not shining at the Tigers, he's not shining in a fucking pile of shit. No. Like yeah. they're trying to make yeah, him play I'm a different not, style of football. Like you're trying to teach an old dog, you know, new tricks, and like he's not the youngest still. He's not a dog well, anymore. He's a big cat. <laughs> he'll be he'll be playing halfback fucking next week. By the same. Go for the Tigers. I wouldn't be surprised. He'd be a they're fullback. A, they're a fucking mess. Um, Paul, here's a good one. Who was the preferred goal kicker? Uh, Hastings are generally pretty good, but I'll tell you what, fucking Miller, Miller was good. Yeah. Least Miller just question. Least Miller just question. Has, <laughs> Miller just has this clean strike, whereas. Hastings looks like he has to fucking. Really Sean's going back to his goal kicking days. I'm going back. Where's my trophies? Um, <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Miller's just effortless. I'm I'm going with Miller. He looks like a natural. Even his even his um not his just conversions. What was that fucking great kick he had a um at a light cart that went about 400 meters over the oh just line. <laughs> even the short ones. He's, had a couple mate, of those. He's, he's fucking sensational. Um, even his kicking in the red zone. His uh, his grubber kick is super underrated. Hey, Daniel Snedden, I just saw your thing about Miller's shots go left to right. That's because there was a strong breeze that he had blowing that direction today, behind our backs in the second half. That's why his kicks were going left to right. Just thought I would point that out. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Um, here we go. Looking forward ahead to the old rivals, Lachlan. How do we go against Manly next week? Mate, Manly are fucking flying, really. Yeah. I know they had that close loss to South, but let's face it, South are going to be – they're going to be at, their, at the pointy end of the season. Uh, they're a fucking mm. good team. Um, is it a rookie? I'm assuming it's a rookie. No, nah, it's out at Mudgy. Look, we, oh, we play well out at Mudgy. I think we towed up St. George like almost 50 to 6 or something. I don't remember the exact scoreline. I was there. I probably should. That was a good game. We wore our minors jersey that game, didn't we? Yeah, it was. It was one of those games people forget that we actually won in the Miners jersey. <laughs> wonder when um, the Miners jersey round's coming up, actually. Huh? Yeah, Mitchell Pierce had a blinder that game. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, if I was a betting man, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping Manly for this one. I'd, we're going to play well, but I don't think we're going to do enough to win. But that's sad for me to say. As much of a pessimist or whatever you want to call me, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd. I can't see us getting a win over Manly next week. That's, that's a tough ask against a team playing really well. I guess it's going to be one of those ones. Let's look at the team list. If we get it, maybe a couple couple more hey, back. Hey, never say I, never. I, never I tip, say never. I never say Raiders, no. I tipped the Raiders this week, so we know how that turned out. So, fucking who knows? Who we knows? can do right. it. I'll, I'll, I'll tip Manly, just hoping that the Knights win. We, we can do it. Uh, here's a good one, Daniel. Where do we put Ponga if he is to return, and if he should, if he still holds the captain? Let's just go on the captaincy. I think we touched enough on where he should return. Yeah, uh, should he st- still hold captaincy? My opinion is he should still play six, but give the captaincy to Hastings. Um, I think Hastings is a great fucking captain choice. Um, mm. If it was my choice, it'd be if you have to have the co-captains, it'd be Brayley and and Hastings. But mate, Hastings seems to give blokes a fucking bath if they're not doing their job. I can't see KP doing that, but even if Ponga was healthy and never had these issues, why are we giving it to him? Like, is it obviously it's because he was our he's our marquee player and whatnot? But there's better choices. Always has been better choices. It was one of the, you know, if if you stick around, if you re-sign with us, we'll we'll make you captain. Because I think Frizzell's a better choice straight off the bat, like over Ponga. Frizzell's not a big talker. If you watch them in the huddles, Frizzell's not a big talker. Frizzell. I just think like, yes, he's a, he's a leveled head. big name, and yes, he's played Origin, but he's he's not a big talker. He's he's yeah. Well, I guess Hastings definitely man. has that. Hastings, we need that player that's going to pull people up from yeah, doing. I don't think Ponga does that either. But Ponga's not going to pull yeah, someone up Hastings, and go, "You're playing shit." No, what Hastings just has that general, you know that that yeah. that he he's just going to. You know, if, I if you're playing you shit, right now. he's going to tell you you're yeah. playing shit. I don't care if you hate me right now, but you, you know we'll be friends after the game. Let's just bloody go out and win it. Yeah, type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But, guys, let's end the show on this last question. Oh, it's already. Question. Jesus. Could I go know, for another right? hour. Time flies. What does our record need to be at round 10 for AOB to stay? Great question, Pat. Um, sure. Well, that's, with you, mate. that's the round that I said I'd give him by. The fir- very first episode this year of the Benchwarmers when Stalky said to me, um, if you were getting rid of AOB, when would it be? And I said, if if we're if we've won one or two games, come magic round, 
then to me, he's gone. So we're at two. If we lose every game until Magic Round, then ask me this question again. But um, I don't know. To me, at least needs to be at 50%. I, I'm, I'm going to go 50%. Yep. What about you, Storky? Yeah, well, really, has like we haven't been playing that bad. So, like, I know people, you know, been calling for his head, you know, <laughs> and whatnot. But no, sorry, I was laughing at a comment. But um, really, like, you know, like, has he played that badly that he's warranted to get sacked? Like, don't get me wrong, he didn't play, he didn't coach very well last season. But we haven't been playing that bad. You said arguably earlier, you know, we win those other two games, you know, from players going off. Mm. You know, it would still be, would we still be talking about OB being sacked if we were, you know, four and zero? At the moment, so no. Well, look, well, it, 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 it's, it is a, it is a tough draw, though, boys. Like looking ahead, it is Sea Eagles. I've uh, got the Warriors back at home, and we have Panthers, Panthers at home. home. Yeah, the Cowboys away, the yep. Eels away, the Bye, yep. the Titans, Sharks. Fuck, that's a tough draw. It's a tough draw. It is a tough draw. Um, I was actually thinking about it on my drive home from the stadium today. Um, you know that a win keeps the AOB haters quiet for another week usually. But how long is that going to stick around for? If we lose to Manly, which, like I said, realistically we probably are. And like Lincoln just said, then we have the Warriors at home. Is What's that AOB got to do to win people over? Panthers at home. So save the next three weeks, we win one out of three. I don't know. Like, food for thought, like, what has AOB got to do to win people over? Does he have to get us a top eight finish this year to win people no, over? Is that the benchmark? We've had or? two top eight finishes under AOB. Well, top and that's four. not enough. So it's got to be a top four. So anything bar a top four is a failed anything, season for anything AOB. Anything a top four is a failure to AOB, I guess. Man, that's it's going to be fucking tough. This, yeah, reckon, we're not this, a top this, four this side. As much as I love us, he may as well pack his bags now then because we're not a top four side this I season. I just want to come out and say, I'm not saying that if we don't make t- top four that I'm saying AOB has failed. I'm just saying that the AOB haters of the world who aren't happy with the you know, the fact that we've been in two finals and they're not going to be happy unless we're a top four and we're one win away from a grand final or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah. look, the narrative around AOB could change. I know he's left a really fucking bad taste in everybody's mouth. Um, My only gripe with AOB is his press conferences and just everything. His his mannerisms are the same thing. He's, he's I just wanted to be pissed off. Man. Man's boring as fuck. Like, Give us that, some of that aggression and some of that um that feeling you have that we see behind the glass up in your coach's box. Give some just, of that to us at the press conference. Don't give yeah. us the you know. Oh, I can see the positives in uh, in that, mate. We lost yeah. by twenty points. We've like, just lost. We've just I'm fucking thrown my paper and shit at the moment. But like, if, if we've just lost by fifty points, don't sit there and tell me, oh, I saw positives out of the game. Fucking throw a water bottle like you would in yeah. the. So you saw positives, and why did you throw your water bottle? Oh, I had a bloody ant on it. I was like, come then, on, seriously. Then maybe these haters would be like, oh, at least he's fucking pissed. Because, but we 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 just see a flogging, and we see, oh, I saw some positives out of that game. Ross Bryce yeah. Richards in the comments said your first or your last. What was that off of? That was, was that Ricky Bobby? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Ricky Bobby would. Yeah, great move. It is. I, I, yeah. I know. Like, um, you know, Sean, you you caught up with me at the Titans match, and um, yes, I had I had quite a few people come up to me. Uh, enough, even when I was in, I was <laughs> even when I was in the toilet, people would come up to me. Couldn't thank me enough That's, for my rants because is that unusual for you? Fuck! <laughs> don't mate, don't mention toilets here. Otherwise, we're going down the Kale and Ponga cube. It was thing. It was coke off someone's cock or what? What was going on in there? <laughs> but I think all fans want is just no bullshit. Just fucking told what's happening. Don't mm. fucking sugarcoat. If we play like shit, we play like fucking shit. That's, what we, that's all we know. That's all we want. And that's yep. all it is. Um, yeah. Look, I think AOB probably power wise didn't do a great job of. Handling what a diabolical fucking year it was. Um, anyone who knows me, I fucking called for Adam O'Brien to be sacked last yep. year. However, however, we have been competitive thus far. Have we played the heavyweights yet? No, we haven't. But um, a lot can change in rugby league within a month. You never know. We might pick up a couple more games, have another close couple wins. Yep. You might be the mayor of fucking Newcastle. Who knows? Um, can, can I just have a minute to say that 
I fucking I love doing this shit on a Sunday night with with you two boys and reading all the shit that, that everyone's sending in and it, it's fucking fantastic. I have a great time. It is. I have, I have a great like time. A thank thank you just... to everyone watching. Thank you to everyone commenting and getting involved. It's, it's a great little community. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Love you, Knights fans. I've said fucking it awesome. forever. Knights supporters are fucking by far the best, guys. We're, we're a different the breed, best. but it's, it's fine with me. Yeah. I love it. Mate, fucking love it. Love hearing from you guys. I'm glad that we can sit here. You can vent to us. Benchwarmers um, pub crawl. You're on. And we have to get Lincoln down from fucking Ipswich. We've been, fuck saying, yeah. we've been saying it for three years. I'm, I'm, up for a, I'm up for a pub call. Crawl, crawl, call. Pub crawl. <laughs> you call. You're out the front going, where are you, boys? <laughs> we'll do a live Use show. Use the door. Pub. Let's yeah, do that. From the grain, we'll do a live, live show. Let's Fuck do it. No. But, guys, thank you again for tuning in for episode four of Sunday Nights, the only show that is live, uncut, unedited, completely raw. A huge thank you to my sponsor, LGB marine guys please check them out lgbmarine.com.au the number one marine construction company on the east coast of australia i tell you what you think what you saw today was tough wait to see the fucking foundations these guys put into water fucking phenomenal guys phenomenal so please support the sponsors that support us without them you don't get to see our handsome faces each and every week debatable okay (laughs) so Please, guys, um, thank you again for tuning in. Without you guys, none of this is possible, as always. Um, Sean and Storky, boys, a pleasure as always. Yeah. Love your work, mate. And we'll be back on the Wednesday night Benchwarmer show. Give us a plug. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday nights. Um, what time's the drop, Sean? Six thirty, is it? Six. I'm usually six. pretty good, and it's fucking up any time during the day. But we yeah. put a post out saying that it's up at six. But join us. We like to have a bit of a chat about forty, everything nights, even some random stuff. Bloody Rubik's cubes last week. If you want to go back and know what we're talking about, go back and watch last yeah. week's show. Yeah. yeah would you fun. rather spend a year in jail or spend the amount of time that it would take to solve a Rubik's cube? And I think, yeah. anyway, let's leave them with that tonight. Yeah. I think. Yep. But, yeah, huge thank you, guys. Um, commemorating this show to my brother, Kurt. Get that one up, yeah. Um, thanks again, guys. We'll see you guys next week after we pump those sea eagles. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next week.